Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Prime Subjective, a Star Trek podcast for sexy people who love <laughs> Star Trek. My name's Chris Newcomer. I'm your host, and with me, as always, is Gary Coleman Hinners. Hello. And this also, is, <laughs> go. This is, I'm very excited <laughs> to talk about Star Trek. We've also got Michael Henley here. Hi, everyone. We're going <laughs> to somehow take it down a notch and take it we up sound a notch. Like, somehow the we, sound like, we sound like a, a trio of serial killers. Yeah, well, we're all doing like Batman. There's a little Batman in there, too, I think. <laughs> I'm Batman. A little of that going on. Um, but yes, welcome to the Prime Subjective. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Um, we've come back. We've got... Um, some old friends who've rejoined us. We've got one friend who decided they were going to you know, take a little break from this. So uh, our, our, we wish Jay Nim very well. We love him. He's not He's not going to join us for this next go around, but we hope uh, we wish him the best in all his endeavors and we hope they all fail. I'm kidding. We don't wish, wish him that. the best. Oh, oh my God. Michael, why did you make best. me yes. say that? Oh my See God. See you next summer. Well, See you next summer. <laughs> when I when I ask people to do things in my sexy voice, they are compelled to <laughs> do whatever I Run away, run away. Good. Run away. Well, we are going to get into the different Star Trek things that we've missed. We haven't met since um, a little before November. So there's a lot to, there's there's a a fair amount of things that have happened in the Star Trek world, including the fact that Picard will be premiering this week. We'll definitely talk about that, what our feelings are, what we think is going to happen. Um, but before we can talk about Star Trek, we have to talk about the Star Trek within, which is the universe that is our soul and how we've been doing. So, Carrie, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I was... Any big stuff since you since we last saw you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't I want you to know that I never stopped trekking the whole time. I was trekking the entire time. Uh-huh. Um, but I did have a baby in December. Uh-huh. Um, his name is Orlando Bloom Hinners. <laughs> I thought we agreed uh, it would be Dalen Quace Hinners, but okay. Dalen Quace. His name is Dalen Quace Hinners. And I know all parents say this about their baby. He's the best baby, but mine mine really is the best baby. Yeah, you're the first person um, who's been right. The best, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's the cutest best baby. Um, and, uh, uh, baby stuff, really baby stuff, but I'm, but I've been watching TV. I'm still watching TV guys. Yeah. I'm still talking to people. I'm still relevant. You are uh, you're still relevant. Yes, you're you always relevant. Always what? relevant. Yeah. You're as relevant as any Zoom full of three people who are late stage millennials can be. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, which is pretty relevant. We're we got it's pretty relevant. spending yeah. power. You know, we're the thing we're... about the thing about being a late stage millennial is that you'll always be a late stage millennial. Like that doesn't leave you, right? That yeah. doesn't go, like change as you grow older. That will always be your label. You will still be a person who once left dashboard confessional lyrics on an AOL instant messenger to let people yeah. know you were feeling bad as an away message. Yeah. You know, that's true. That That's sticks true. with you. You know, mine was usually en vogue, you know, like never going to get it, never going to get it. <laughs> I love that. So you had self-esteem is what never you're saying. Never going to get it, never going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love that. Mine was always, oh, you'll never love me. And I'm going to let everybody know I'm sad about it. <laughs> yeah, um, I was more in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> And look I at me it. now. I love that Chris Carrabba right. is writing all those lyrics, but he was doing just fine. Like he was like super <laughs> hot and like had all these. Yeah. Just like nothing. What, what could be bad? Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not 21, but the sooner we are. Sorry, I'll stop doing that. Uh, Michael Henley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing very well. Um, I'm trying to think of just to recount everything that's happened since we last spoke, which is, I mean, I, I, I can't compete with Carrie at all. Um, I you could like, if you had two babies, I mean, you know. Uh, I I I have two fur babies that have always been oh, with us. So plus a plus a third dog who is no one's baby. Um, uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah. Well, no, she's just you know she's 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 got a she's got a very uh, thick personality. Uh, let's 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 phrase it that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. We can work mm-hmm. that. Um, no, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, everyone's uh, healthy and wise, you know, like the saying goes, two out of three ain't bad at least. Um, mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, um, been watching a lot of, uh, been rewatching the next gen movies to kind of amp myself up mm. for the third season of Picard. Oh, that's great. Um, I had a dream of watching the next gen movies and then watch rewatching both seasons of Picard, but I might, I mean, I, they're pretty stick in my memory. Whereas opposed to, it was like, I haven't watched Star Trek Generations in forever. Yeah. Um, mm. And then I did. And little, a lot of people don't know that that was Martin Luther King Jr.'s original um, draft of i had a dream because i had a dream speech yeah yep it was <laughs> yep there were i mean he 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 got some notes from a couple of people who were like this is pretty good but i feel like you could aim higher and then the rest <laughs> is history that's very funny you were glad he took those notes for sure i i, I, I am glad yes i absolutely yeah. yes <laughs> And I'm glad you're revisiting. I mean, it feels like, because I had a friend I was talking to last night about it who was asking, oh, should I, should we go right into, because they're watching Next Generation and he's never seen any of it before. He's just gotten yeah. to season three. Okay, okay. And he was like, oh, yeah. well, should we watch everything before we get to Picard? Should we watch like Deep Space Nine and Voyager? And I was like, no, just watch it. It'll be, yeah. it's fine. Especially because they haven't started Picard yet. And the first two seasons of Picard, I feel like are far enough removed I'd actually love to hear, I would love to hear somebody's perspective, like who's just seen the show or or has never watched Star Trek before. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Um, And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting less and less enamored with the whole, like, um, you know, like, and this is something self-imposed. I don't think the shows do this. This is something I do because I've been, um, you know, I've been uh my, my girlfriend and i have been doing uh star trek and uh you know i've been you know as someone who knows the terrain i've always been like well you got to do this before you do this before, and then and then but that means you got to do this before you could do this and all that you know and eventually you gotta it got let to them be, like, experience it in um, their own way yeah i know yep and at a certain <laughs> point i just decided you know what it doesn't really matter it's okay yeah. um and then we just kind of went free-flowing and it was great that's good. I think that's good. I, I right. I do feel like I feel that too. You you have that like way you want to control how someone feels about something. Not control, but yeah. like not, help not, them yeah. see it and experience it the way you did. Yeah. Have the feel the yeah. same love you might have for it. You know, yeah. optimize their that. enjoyment, or at least yeah. that you know that's what you feel like you're mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're going to skip the episode with that lady dates Data for some reason. And she's just like, Data, you're crazy. I like that one now Aww. as an adult. I like that one as a kid. I did not understand that episode. Oh, I, hate uh, I was just like, yeah. I was like, what is she doing? Like, why is she, does she not get that he's just going to do what she tells him to do? Anyway, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, how are yeah. you doing? Oh, I'm great. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You may hear a little bit of a deepness in my voice. It's sure been a do. bit of a busy weekend. So I, um, you know, it's been a, it's been a great couple. It's been like two months, I guess, more than two months at this point. But um, uh, I've done a lot of fun stuff. But this past weekend, I went to New York with um, with my boyfriend, who I'm still with. Hey, oh, record territory still. It's great. Um, and uh, we we got a hotel room. We went and saw Chicago, which um, used to be my job. So it was nice to go back there and be like, hey, cool. here's where yeah. I used to. Nice. I, I was something once, uh, kind of thing, and, and, um, <laughs> which was fun. And you still are. And I still am, yes. And it was nice mm-hmm. too, to go there. And like we hung out in a lot of places I used to hang in New York. And so and each place we went, we saw people I knew who were nice and so happy to see me. And so it was a nice Aww. reminder that, you know, though I am no longer in New York City, I'm not forgotten. And they were really nice to Paul. Everyone was so sweet and um, welcoming Aww. and um and the show is still really great chicago is like i mean it's classic for a reason and it's the, wow. everyone in the cast right now is fantastic <laughs> um and you know it was just it's just nice to go and see it from that angle because i've heard it so many times but usually i'm up in my dressing room you know having you know uh not gotten my nails on or my eyelashes right and so i'm like i'm gonna be about i gotta be gotta rush down real quick but i actually got to watch it and sit and enjoy which was nice um nice. Um, yeah, so that's been good. And I'm trying to think what else has gone on. Um, the holidays were good. Um, um, yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, other than that, yeah. things are really great. And um, <clears throat> I'm great. going on a trip next week, too. We're going to go to Mexico City for a week, which I'm really excited oh, about. That's excellent. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just enjoying life, enjoying uh, traveling and enjoying, um, you know, the fact that there's a new season of Picard coming. I mean, what else could be? <laughs> Yeah. It certainly is. <laughs> it certainly is. Yes. But before we talk about um, the new season of Picard, let's talk about some of the Star Trek stuff that has happened um, since we last spoke, which includes some sad stuff. We've got a couple folks who did pass away. Yeah. Um, including uh, 
Annie Wershing, who played um, the board queen in this last season of Picard. And I thought she did an, a, a wonderful job, but she's, she's done yeah. a bunch of other stuff too. And, and she was so young. She was like 50, mm-hmm. maybe I was just, she was not oh, younger, 45. She was I like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. She had no. cancer. She had cancer, Horrible. but I don't know. I don't know what kind of cancer. It just said cancer. And um, yeah. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we lost her. And then we also lost, um, Kirstie Alley, who is a bit of a controversial yes. figure, but is of the Star Trek universe. Yeah, uh, the Wrath, uh, of yes. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Isn't it true that she asked to not be written in the second movie, that she didn't want to do it again? I believe maybe, I, I thought I heard that maybe. somewhere. Savic, uh, right? For, yeah. yeah. The, well, I mean, the first Savic. The first Savic. The first Savic, yeah, because they recast her. I think mm-hmm. it was just that Star Trek Two was, she was kind of a nobody at the time. Uh, maybe like one or two other movies and between Star Trek two and Star Trek three, I she blew up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, cheers. I forget. Yeah. I forget if that was the season she joined cheers. If not, it was right around the time when she had that heat on her. And I think she just kind of, kind of decided to upper value. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. those movies were still kind of being made kind of on the cheap side. So mm-hmm. they kind of decided not to go with it. Um, I was just thinking about this because um, again, introducing Star Trek to my girlfriend, when we watched the old, <clears throat> the movies, like, it's kind of a weird thing to think about because um, that would never happen nowadays. Nowadays, there's so many movies that are like are very much like we got the old actors back. Um, yeah. Even this new season of Picard is like we got everybody back, you know. And but so many things are like that. Um, and Star Trek two and three were basically just like, no, we'll just recast Savic. It's not a big deal. Nobody's going to notice. And nowadays, yeah. we're in the age of like everybody notices. And I think that's so well. It's like if you sign up. I feel like you know. Um... I'm thinking of the Hunger Games only because I feel like I knew some Broadway people who like signed on to play the most minuscule roles, but they're like, they're basically signing like a four picture deal because they yes. were agreeing to be the same person for these four movies. And like, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. People, there, people, you know, the, the older we get, the less loopholes there are. <laughs> know. Well, you know, everything is being, is different. Like there's Netflix is making, Amazon's making movies. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, everybody's making movies. It kind of doesn't matter anymore. So I don't know. Such a, you know what I mean? Such a crazy, you know I mean? it's such a crazy situation to get into. It must be for an actor where it's basically just like, hey, if this is not a hit, you'll never hear from us again. If mm-hmm. this is a hit though, um, we need you every summer for the next seven years and there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> like that, that kind of like, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, it's gotta be weird. It's a, yeah. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a reflective power dynamic of that industry. I mean, it's like you go in for an audition, you give your heart and soul, you prepare for weeks, and then you hear absolutely nothing if you don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's really not, not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My thought about Kirstie Alley is that, first of all, she was extremely beautiful uh, in that movie, in that role. I just looked at a picture of her. Um, but the, th- the only thing that bothered me is that her eyebrows weren't pointy enough, and I can't like not think that yeah. when I watch the movie I can't get over it it takes mm-hmm. me out of the movie because I'm like I just it looks like they just brushed her eyebrows up a little bit like I wanted them to be a little bit more yeah more Vulcan pointier. Vulcan yeah so anyway that was li- is literally my only criticism <laughs> of that uh, uh thing <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I think she was good. She was, and she was great on Cheers. I just, don't, I didn't really love her politics towards the end of her no. life. No, that's and, true. You know, that's not ideal. But you know, hey, you know, she's she was seventy one. Mm-hmm. She was seventy one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that. I don't know. I don't know what I don't. I don't know what what um she died from. But um, you know, uh, we don't wish anyone cancer. Oh, cancer. Colon cancer. Oh, cancer. Cancer. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck cancer. That, like, yeah. yeah. It's the kind of cancer that like you get a diagnosis of and um and that's yeah. Yeah, no, I uh one of my coaches from grad school who was not even 50 or maybe just turned 50, she during the pandemic she got it was colon cancer and she was gone within 6 months. It was like Jesus. very yeah. quick and like yeah. Ugh, yeah. And a wonderful so. person blessings to me and one of the people who was the reason that I sing the way that I sing. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame the world does not have her anymore. But um Yeah. Yeah, onto some onto some happier things. We did yeah. have a season well, of I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We did have a season of Prodigy that mm-hmm. happened, which has happened mm-hmm. happened as Carrie was giving birth to happened, Prodigy. And I was like, I, I was, <laughs> I, I just realized today that I didn't finish watching it. So um, how far did I'd you get? To talk about at least the beginning of it. 
Um, I believe the last episode I saw was that I remember very clearly is they got to that space station where there was just the one dude working it when they realized. Oh, that's early. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was, yeah, that was like one of the first of the part two season, I want to say. Oh, no, no, no. Then they go into a Borg cube (laughs) after that, right? Yes. Is that after? Okay, so then that was the Borg cube. Okay, it's coming back to me now. Um, But they haven't, they haven't made contact again with people from the Federation, right? Not in my memory, no. Janeway is the real Janeway, not hologram Janeway, Mm -hmm. um, where I am in the Prodigy world has thinks these people stole a ship because oh because they have the body they have the father who's got like amnesia or something or maybe he doesn't right he's like a good person because he doesn't remember who he is yeah (laughs) that old that old that old chestnut (laughs) Uh Uh, and and then you know why i like this show as we're talking about it because it it adds in these these some people like this and some people don't like this time travel thing because he's from the future and he's going back to destroy Starfleet for doing what he, they did to his planet, but that they didn't even do yet. It's like you might have actually caused mm-hmm. or set the uh, chain of events into action, hit that first domino to do what you're trying to stop. So um, I, I, I think that's probably likely and and interesting that they would do that in a kid's show yeah it's a much it's a very layered kid's show for sure yeah it it is it really is and like i think the you know the i i remember when it was first airing i think you know uh somebody maybe it was me kind of drew comparisons to like you know kind of some of the more sophisticated shows that we've gotten lately because especially because it was from nickelodeon basically i always think of uh, avatar the last airbender uh Mm. which is i I don't think prodigy is quite up to that level at the moment but it comes out swinging it's very ambitious it's got a lot of storytelling power it's visually dynamic and interesting um and it's got so it's got this added you know benefit of having this entire already existing sandbox to kind of play in and they really embrace it um and and that 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 is so new and you know they 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 do these you know very very you know, increasingly complex, like multi-level, you know, story things where like, you you don't just have to be, you know, like you, you have to be a kid who's paying attention and who can feel what the show is doing, even if you maybe not even grasp every word mm-hmm. that the show is doing. It's kind of written, mm-hmm. you know, both for kids and adults. And yeah, that's a really that's tricky great. thing to, you know, to, to capture. And I think they've done it. Yeah, I think so too. I definitely think and so too. <clears throat> I'm excited to see the, you know, Janeway and Chakotay in there. They're looking for Chakotay. Um, I mm-hmm. don't know if they found him yet in my. Uh, well, they found parts of, of him. I'm kidding. I'm not going to oh, spoil no! it. I'm not going to spoil Chakotay. it. Could you imagine? <laughs> they found his Chakotos. Well, at the end of Voyager, at the end of Voyager, there was this weird, awkward romance between Seven and Chakotay. Yeah. And yeah. yet the entire time, there's people that are shipping. Janeway and Chakotay because mm-hmm. there's like this weird you know uh intimate energy I was gonna say sexual but well they like had an entire energy. episode that entire episode where they were stranded on the planet where they got bitten and the only yeah. the planet could keep them safe I mean from then on I was like please get married I love this no they yeah. went back yep. they went through on separate ways which I think was smart for the show because you don't want the yeah. first female captain just like revolving around a love interest with the the first That's officer because that would yeah. suck for the show um yes, so absolutely. I think the show but like what if she made him dress in really skimpy outfits like wouldn't that be cool right? no. well, <laughs> right? yeah I mean I mean I, I don't want to dredge up the past here but I have like one major complaint about that episode which is an episode I really really liked as yeah. an adult now I feel like it was such a swing and a miss for them to that that episode basically, I guess you could argue they leave it kind of ambiguous, but I feel like it doesn't make sense to me that they don't sleep together on that planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I completely um, agree. And and yeah, so that they, they, they could have done to that. Me. And, yeah. I'm just going to go further. I'm going to expand on what you just said, because I agree, okay. but it doesn't make sense to me why everybody's not sleeping with each other all the time on that. Oh, I agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. Yes. They're just mm-hmm. like, tr- like, there should be way more babies happening on that yeah. show than there was. 
like <laughs> well i bet they've got like photonic birth sense control sense like they're fine they've got they figured it out mm-hmm. uh <laughs> they go in for their hypo spray you know once a month or whatever there's um <laughs> but, there's an episode in like the second season and i remember it's the second season because this is important where um you know I, I think it's the one the same one where uh kess is going through her um is going through her accelerated uh, fertility period, basically. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this whole thing of, uh, you know, Chakotay and Janeway have this kind of sexually charged kind of, but like, really they're talking about something else, kind of situation yeah. where they're talking about how <laughs> the crew is going to start pairing off and everything. But all I can think of, yes, I've been watching Voyager recently. All I can think of is basically just like, this is like a year into the, you know, into you guys yeah. being stranded. You, you haven't talked about this before? This seems kind of, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like you would have had this conversation before now. Anyway, I don't know. I my version of the future is just like even more sexual freedom than yeah. there there mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. today. Just like less stigma about it. Less like ooh. Mm-hmm. It's less less of a um he's sleeping with him or she's sleeping with her or they're sleeping together and well, there's like three of it's like who cares in the future? Like right. That's my that's my version of the future. Um, well, I feel like Discovery is going to bring us some new things, some polyamory, some throuples, some th- some yeah, some new versions might. of yeah. the world. If, if anybody today. was going to do it, Discovery would, yeah, would be, Discovery. be the one to do it. Yeah, because <clears throat> uh, they're super far in the future. Yeah, that's true. See, like I, I, I better see some sex. <laughs> yeah, I better. Like, I want full. I just want full. <laughs> intercourse on my television screen like 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 seeing it seeing it right i mean is that no. that's what we're talking about <laughs> or at least like um, coming out of the like opening a door with like a towel going woo all right next i like that you will start, you, you, want, you want more than what they would give us with like yeah. Riker and like someone like giving bedroom eyes maybe a kiss yeah. and then it just fades mm-hmm. to the next scene and there's no like you know but the thing with Janeway is, we, let's get back to Janeway and let's the prodigy real quick. Um, the way <laughs> yeah, we've left is, the kids' show to talk about how we need more sex on Star Trek. We, Continue. I love this. We totally went off track. <laughs> we totally went off track. But um, that's hey, that's the beauty of Star Trek. It opens Amen. up these discussions. Amen. Amen. Um, she's like, you know, she's always had that sultry voice. She's very touchy feely. She's very social, like hands on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so things could be misconstrued with her. So anyway, I'm just saying it's exciting to see them on in this part of the world and then to see seven in this other part of the universe um, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> see where the characters are are going. Um, and I want to know what happened. Like, how did seven and Chakotay break up? Like, what was that all about? <laughs> seven was like, I think I'm a lesbian. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really into what's going on here, so I gotta go. Um, but again, in my version of the future, no labels. Let's be right, right. They're, they're all everybody's mm-hmm. fluid, mm-hmm. right? Of yeah. course, right. And not <laughs> just Odo. Think... Am I right? That's right. <laughs> do, do you think there was a night before they broke up where Seven and Chakotay were like? Do you want to invite Janeway down here, you know, and just kind of see what happens? Huh. And then, hey, I'm listen. sure if you wanted to read about that, you could find it on nifty.org, um, uh, which is. Uh, I'm, I might have tipped my hand a little bit. I might be writing that right now, actually. Okay, great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, Karen, do you know what nifty.org is? I don't want to. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's actually conceivably <laughs> a lot more tame than you're thinking. It's just oh, like, okay. it's like, it is, it is sexual, but it's all like, you know, fan fiction. Oh, porn. cool! Actually, it's not, it's not necessarily I, all celebrities. Sometimes it's just like scenarios, but there's a celebrity mm-hmm. section that this would fall under. I would, I'd read that. I'd read that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was on yeah. there like at the, in the late '90s, reading like fan fictions about you know the holodeck and <laughs> people getting trapped on there, and the safeties are off, and there's Roman gladiators. Listen, anyway, speaking of sex know. in the holodeck, like it's one big room. It's clearly yes. people are having sex in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With it's implied that people are going on dates with holograms and having Well, sex. I just love that they tried to make it different on, on Deep Space Nine and, and really lean into the fact that people are having sex there by calling them hollow yeah. suites. Yeah. yeah. Above the bar. It's very brothel-like, actually. Yeah, very, very mm-hmm. bad. Very, yeah. very Wild West. Yeah. You know, go up with the madam kind of. Right, yeah. right. But the madam's made of photons and uh, she lives in a New York nightclub. Um 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I did watch the um, that Deep Space Nine documentary. Have you seen that? That's on. I'm sure you guys both oh, have. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I had not mm-hmm. seen that, and I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah, like it. What they left behind. What they left behind. Yeah, incredible. Yep. Yep. Highly recommend. Um, you know, if uh, I'm I'm gonna get on my thing here and talk about physical Ooh. media because that's that's what I do. Um, Your soapbox. I'm, I'm sure it's on my soapbox. I'm sure it's still yeah. available. Um, if you are interested, you know, and 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 wish to spend over the spend spend the coins a little bit, um, I strongly recommend the uh, release they did of that documentary because it is chock full of stuff that did not make it in like Mm. 30 to 45 minutes, basically of like little asides and stuff like that, basically that like, we're, we're too scattershot, I guess, for the documentary, but there's so much fun to watch. I strongly, strongly recommend it. Uh, I, I, I got that disc, I believe when it came out, I think it's still around. I think shop factory put it out. Uh, I strongly recommend it. Great doc, but just great documentary. Yeah. And, on and, a um, disc, on a physical, on a physical like a t- disc. Is it, you can fungible? It. is it fungible? Is it fungible or non-fungible? Yeah. It's a fungible disc. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's okay. it. Okay, I'll look into some fungible items. I don't know where to find them. Now, Do they have like a best, <laughs> like a best fungible, like a. Uh, yeah, it's at the Blockboyster. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't clearly. Avery Brooks, Brooks was like, because uh, he didn't really do an interview did he do an interview he was very like he didn't really i think it was all archival stuff uh avery yeah. brooks is he's very reclusive i think right um was it on this podcast i think you know we were talking about like one of those documentaries this was several years ago when he was less reclusive avery where like shatner did a documentary about meeting oh, the all captains. the other captains and all yeah. that kind of stuff. i watched that that was fun yes it was, it was, but like yeah. the Avery Brooks section really feels very much like Avery just wants to be like, get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, he's like, who let this little yeah. man in here? Why yes. is he talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I remember when the thing that stands out in my mind about that is when he starts talking to uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, I was going to say the Pine exact is like in a, yeah. a completely different world. He's like, so how did you feel about being on Star Trek? Chris Pine's like, um, like I was in LA and I uh, got an agent and uh, And yeah, that interview is like outside the gates of Paramount. They're like not even in like a room they're like on a sidewalk it's a very strange yeah old man okay i gotta go bye it, it feels like he flagged him like on the street as he was like he's like chris pine it's me william shatner <laughs> it's like billy on the away. street but it's william shatner <laughs> that's really Wait, funny william shatner. yeah yeah, anyway. yeah. Well, they're making a voyager documentary i believe it's called to the journey um, that's, yes, that's just are. the working oh. title but i'm looking forward to the voyager documentary amen yeah i ha- i have a weird thing with voyager where i feel like because i i watched um a uh, patron of the delta flyers the mm-hmm. with uh robbie and, with robbie uh, duncan uh, and, and i'm watching them every day like every like weekly and they're talking and um you know if i ever meet them i'll say this to them because it feels like we're friends because it's so casual like we're talking just like this like I'm just watching them in a Zoom meeting talking. I'm not in the Zoom meeting, but because I'm, I've sit, it just feels like right. I'm in a Zoom meeting with them. Well, so that's I, that thing I, they talk about these days with people who have these parasocial relationships with yeah. celebrities. Like they feel like we're, yeah, I think that's definitely that. So like in my mind, we're friends, but then I'm like, oh, we don't, they don't actually know who I am. That happened so. to me with Paula Pell. Do you know Paula Pell from uh, SNL and from mm-hmm. Girls 5 Eva? I, yeah, 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 yeah. This is when she was still just a writer for SNL, but like I had known so much about her and heard so much about her that I was near um, Rockefeller Plaza. I walked by a coffee shop. She was just in the window and I was just like, Paula Pell. And she Hi. was like, and she was like, Hi. And then she <laughs> waved me in because she thought she knew me because I reacted like we knew each other. And we got there and she was like, How do we know each other? And I was like, Oh, we don't. Uh, hello. Um, <laughs> nice I forgot you. that I don't know you. Oh, I was working, speaking, when I lived in New York, I was working at a paper store uh, on um, Soho. And there would be like celebrities to walk in and shop. And we were, you know, we had meetings about like, you know, just treat the celebrities like normal people because it's New York City. You never know. Um, Unless they're stealing and let them do it. Yeah. And like, like, (laughs) so we just randomly like Brooke Shields was in the store, just like shopping for fine paper goods. And I was like rapping again. 
And I just looked up and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm just wrapping gifts. And I look up and I'm like, oh, hi, hey. And she's like, hi, cool. And I'm like, okay, let's get back to work. (laughs) It was just like a weird, like, oh, hey, don't you? Yeah, they walk, they walk amongst us in New York City. They're everywhere. Yeah, so weird. That's so funny. I think I did the same thing with like uh, Jenna. um, Oh my God, I'm going to call her Jenna Maroney because that was her character. Jane Krakowski. uh, Jane Krakowski. Well, she lives in Soho. (laughs) So that makes sense. You saw her. I saw her. I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, hey, (laughs) we we, we don't know. I don't know. You don't know me. I wish she just was acting like Jenna Maroney though. And she was like, well, I'd tell you more, but the boat (laughs) I was educated on sank. People Um, need to buy fancy papers. Yeah, that's right. I used to hang out at a piano bar in New York too. And then we would see all these rent, like it would be, it was like Amy Poehler. And anyway, yeah. you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. And I were like on first name basis for a little while. Yeah. It's it used so to come strange. Here a lot. Very strange it's city so strange. to live in. It's a very strange city to live in because they, they walk amongst us. Yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, but you know, yeah, <laughs> we literally did have to have meetings. Like, listen, this is New York city. It's Soho. You're going to see celebrities. Yeah, right. Just just behave normal. Just treat them. They just want to be treated like regular customers. That's true. <laughs> but of so course, regular customers in New York and... get treated like exactly. Get yeah, the rude so treatment, like, you right? know, that's what they want. So if that's what they want, that's what they're going to get. That's what they're going to get. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, celebrities, you know, who's a celebrity is um, Patrick Stewart. And he's got what? this new show coming out, which is this mm-hmm. new season of Picard, yeah. um, which I don't know about you, but I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's bringing the whole marquee cast from from Next Gen. I don't, I, I don't think yeah. I don't think Will Wheaton is joining them though, because he's no, because he did no, the whole thing in the last the season. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I keep a journal, and I actually have two whole pages of what I'm excited about about the card oh that I've written down. <laughs> well, then why don't you spearhead this section? <laughs> I think you should take it. things. Things I'm excited about about the card. Number one, <laughs> I like um, the, the, they're back together. Number two, <laughs> I. <laughs> um. Everyone has aged handsomely. Very nice. Very attractive people. They've all aged very well. Um, No, I think there's a lot. They give each other lots of intense looks. I'm very excited for the intense looks. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've seen the trailer, they're very good at just doing intense looks and not giving much away of the plot. Yeah, there's no plot. There's only intense mm -hmm. looks. You're exactly right. They just want to show you who's showing up. Um, And... uh, the ships some you know you might want to nerd out about the ships i think it's enterprise f what happened to e guys where did e go i remember well, it's D. been many years since the, it's been many years since they had e though i think oh. right because it's been what many years since nemesis and nemesis they had e still is yeah, that nemesis was, yeah. and nemesis well, did they blow e they survived. blew that up right they blew no, that up no e survives nemesis it gets it gets banged up but it's still it's still out there yeah was no they got an f now well There's at some point well, maybe they maybe they decommissioned it maybe um you know who knows we'll have to maybe oh. i don't i don't know that we'll get answers oh. to that in this season <laughs> no um there's something else that i i know i know that i said one point and i don't remember when i'm gonna have to re- i'm gonna have to listen to every single podcast until i find when i've said it because it's it's recorded but I bet Moriarty comes back. You did say it, and he absolutely is in the trailer. And he absolutely is in it. And this yeah. is way before. Right. I don't remember when I said it, but I'm sure. I thought I we were going to see it. him. I thought we were going to see him on lower decks because that feels like an easier place to insert that yeah. uh, that character. But yeah. I'm so excited yeah. he's going to be yeah. in this season. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So excited. Um, yeah. No, it makes sense because they just like put him in a little hologram black box and send him sent yeah. him out into the space, right? Like they put mm-hmm. him in a box. Maybe Laura found him because Laura is back. Which which provides more work for Brent. Brent Spiner's never going to want for roles to play, which is a nice thing for him. No, um, no, it's because true. they all look the same. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you see that they're um um. I saw there's some fan theories that were pointing out sort of that there's a new younger man who kind of looks like a young Jean-Luc mm. and like, you know, there was some okay. speculation as to whether or not 
Jean-Luc and Beverly maybe post what we oh. saw. Got oh, together. interesting. Maybe okay. There's, a child or... There's some mystery surrounding Beverly Crusher, I think, yeah. in the and they they allude to it because they he's getting messages from her like trust no one. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be another all of Federation is infected by um uh, yeah. worms that brain are worms, inside yeah. of their brain <laughs> <laughs> situation. But uh and then I think at one point he's like wiping away what something that looks like a, a stasis chamber and Beverly crushes crusher is in it so I don't know what that's all about we yeah. don't know there's some mystery surrounding that she just sleeps in that um, to maintain her beauty that's all it is yes <laughs> I I would too <laughs> I would too yeah, absolutely yeah so what's the secret what is the secret I don't know I'm no I'm excited for that she's back I love her so much um I mean, I'm excited to see all of them. I'm excited to see Michael Dorn back, but because there, there's also some intimation that like Worf now is a more peaceful person. He's like seen so much yeah. war that you know now it's. Mm-hmm. So I want to see that He's version a, of Worf, an ambassador now. I mean, there's been so many terrible things that have happened to Worf. Oh my God! Yeah, know? like one thing after another. Yeah, it kind of never. Ended. All three, like all two of his wives, just died. Uh, partners or. <laughs> truly short both um, shortly after they got together yeah so maybe don't marry yes. Worf. i don't know <laughs> don't marry Worf. he's bad news um and um oh i did i did find out these little factual tidbits um that uh jordy's daughters on the show so he's got two daughters and they're both in starfleet so they're both they're going to be there but one of his daughters is played by his actual daughter. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah. By LeVar Burton's actual daughter. I don't remember their names or which one, but that's exciting, right? And um, the uh, Amanda Plummer, who's Christopher Plummer's daughter, is in it as well. Oh. Christopher yeah. Plummer was famously? Uh, Chang. 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 No. Not Who did Kong. he play? He was not Khan? Chang. So Khan was Ricardo Maltoban. Ricardo Maltoban. Ricardo Maltoban. Yes. <laughs> That's how I say it. Right. So I thought that was interesting. But more famously, Christopher Plummer was Captain Von Trapp. Uh, not, that's not in Star Trek. That's just in. But I like to think the idea of like, what if uh-huh. they were in the yeah. holodeck and they were like, hey, holodeck, can I can I be an immersive sound of music? And then suddenly it's like, this. they're like, hey, yeah. wait a minute. Are you? We'll sing. We'll sing Edelweiss on our on our outro. Oh, perfect! Um, I like that. In honor of that, um, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Majel Barrett though. They're not using Majel Barrett's voice for this. Well, one. she's been she's been gone for a while. No, I know, but they have. She's recorded like everything, so they could Make conceivably it use her voice for the computer i would love as like you know that people do those like front-facing comedy videos on youtube i sound like such an old person i was like you know how the kids <laughs> these days are mm-hmm. I, would, I love to like dress up as loxana troy and be like be doing the computer recordings to be like the corridor turn red alert like, just, like <laughs> i think she did i heard somewhere that have. before she passed away she recorded like so much and she also she have, has yeah. and um able and star trek is able to use it well yeah because she's part of the yeah part of the deal but they're not i don't know how do you feel about how do you feel about that guys how does that make you feel i think at a certain point you you know it's okay to put the past to rest especially when you know and i would imagine she's recorded a lot of things but not everything i mean there's some things you just can't you know I mean, there's yeah. so much deep fake technology out there, though. Yeah, like, I feel true. like you could just put it together. Like, it, the technology exists. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I have very complicated thoughts about this stuff, you know, because it's, it's something that uh, it comes up a lot these days. And I was thinking about it a lot last mm-hmm. year when they did the, um, the, the, the Star Wars show where they um, deep faked. Oh Jamie yeah, Jones's voice and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and and I I I I grow more and more kind of you know, and not just distrustful, but kind of kind of finding it kind of tacky, basically. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that it, it doesn't bother me whatsoever because you know I I think that it, it doesn't bother me to move on from it. Uh, I know 
you know, they, they, they mentioned that they have a whole library of sounds from Majel so that they could use her, but I feel like it just feels like some sort of weird appropriation, you know, the, 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 the more I think about it. And I just, it's, the way it's, I feel that it's different. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that she gave permission though. I think she yeah. was like gave her true. blessing to do that. that so that's true. what makes it yeah. different for me rather than somebody who passed away and has no control over it. She passed away knowing that it might happen and gave permission. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what makes it a little different for me, but they have not used her voice and like, they don't use it in discovery. They don't use it in um, sh- uh, strange new worlds. Um, I feel like in Discovery, though, because it takes place both before and after Majel was mm-hmm. the voice of the computer, that it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. that she's not because she wasn't in the original series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she it does. Be- now that we all have Googles and Alexas in our home, we we can change their accent right. or their voice like just whenever. So maybe I could believe it as just it's just a setting. That's just the right. setting on the computer that we chose. Yeah, the well, captain someone's... gets to choose the <laughs> uh, the sound of the computer. Yeah, and if I'm the captain, I'll, the same thing I have is my cereal, which is just um, yeah. the Australian man choice. That's what yeah. I have. Yeah, and I make be... it call. I make it call me superstar. It's great. And you know, there's that universal translator. Maybe everybody hears something different. Yeah, everyone hears a, a trusted, a trusted loved one. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I've, and if I've learned anything from, <clears throat> I've been playing Skyrim for the first time, which is a whole other thing oh. I won't get into. Oh. Um, but I've, I'm, I'm pretty much through all the different storylines at this point. But they really nec- necromancy is bad, so I maybe we shouldn't bring the people back from the dead to mm-hmm. do these things, because uh, <laughs> maybe you'll just end up being a, a wizened old little mage in a castle. I have to hit with my warhammer and take your soul. You know what Many I'm saying? Many artists. I, I like I'm enjoying this conversation because visual artists too I'm thinking about this a lot of them like let's say uh Van Gogh mm-hmm. more popular dead than alive mm-hmm. sure like had yeah. to die yeah to... was not sex not su- successful in life no not successful no. in life and um they're artists it's happened before I don't know where I'm going with that, but it's just a <laughs> correlation that I'm that I'm finding just that just now as we're talking about it. Wait, speaking of artists, is there is that like gold gold flaking on the painting behind you, Carrie? It's beautiful, yes, whatever it, it is. is. Thank you. I that is that. a painting that I did um, uh, many moons ago, and my style has evolved. But yeah, it's this gold flaking. I like that. Yeah, gold leaf. Carrie, do you have an art? A place where people can see your art i don't know is there somewhere you should tell our people if they're listening oh. they should go check your art out you should check my art out at k coleman hinners.com k c o l e m a n h i n n e r s dot com great so carrie that'll be fifty dollars for the spot and uh <laughs> <laughs> Just yes, and it's available <laughs> for sale if you want to buy my art. Yeah, and you have Star Trek art too, don't you? Or you did at one point. I have a few you do. Star Trek art. I I don't do that all the time, but when I get the, the when urge. I get the uh, urge to draw a picture, and sometimes happens because of Picard, and um, all the new shows that are coming out. And by the way, I will never forgive Picard. Let's talk about. My, I'm going to talk about my feelings about Picard. I want to hear your feelings okay. too. Like I want to talk about the what what we're excited about, of course, and what's happening in the show. But I also want to know how it makes you feel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and right. and I will never forgive Picard for killing Echeb, and uh-huh. that makes me so yeah. mad. Mm-hmm. That well, they did that so soon in the first season. So mad. It makes me so mad because I was so excited to have that character and I don't even care if that character was in the show like just in the existing in the world and doing stuff was making me happy um but they just killed him off just to give seven some motivation I'm like she doesn't need that motive you could find something else to give her motivation like you don't need you don't need to do that like they had had recast him too because that original actor I think ended up being a little problematic yeah yes. he is i i know that he can be uh th- this is all uh allegedly uh uh but i from what i understand he can 
his social media uh, presence is kind of weird and kind of creepy and kind of not knowing boundaries very well from what uh-huh. I understand. He likes one of my posts one time. What are you talking okay. about? So Michael he's Henley. he's never done anything wrong. And uh, so he's how never done anything they? wrong and we're best mm-hmm. friends. No, I don't know anything about him. Um, I do know that he did like a post that I did. Okay. Because it would happen to be a picture of him. Uh, of course. Right. Well. <laughs> I was posting pictures of him. It's different than him like liking like a, a random piece of yours. He's just like, no. hey, this is really beautiful. It's like, yeah, oh, this is me. It's, it's actually a picture of him. <laughs> Uh, but no, I like the character. I don't know anything about the actor, um, but I enjoyed the character a lot. And um, that's the first thing that got me mad about Picard. And there's a lot of things that like, I'm not, I like the show, but it doesn't like, I, I'm just like, what are they going to mess up now? Like, what are they going to make me angry about? Like, what are they going to do? I get that though, because it's it's and it's not necessarily even where they're gonna mess up. It's like what what not that they tied previously are they going to untie for yeah. more story? Or what are they just gonna drop? And I and I bet you they drop his love interest that that took him so long to get at the end of last season. I bet yeah. you they just drop it. Yeah. For Beverly. <laughs> Maybe. Well I don't know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, 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 I think you're right, especially because there's a new showrunner on the show, and apparently season two was kind of like the transition period between the old guard and the new. Um, and it, in retrospect, it really feels unfortunate that so much of season two felt like it was kind of engineered to just be like, let's get rid of all the people we introduced in season one, um, you know, or as many as possible. We still have Rafi, and we still have Seven, of course. But, um, you know, everybody else is basically gone. Their storyline uh, ended. We don't need them anymore. It's like. It's, tr- it's true, but it still feels. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're, you're right. But some of those endings I felt were a little bit clunky and it felt more informed by we want to get rid of this actor, you know, or this character rather. Yeah. Rather than, you know, like we're bringing this character's arc to a conclusion or anything like that. And um, that the was only the one most. That felt, yeah. The only one that, that felt uh, included to me was Agnes Girati, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I I I miss Agnes actually. I mean, I, I yeah, definitely because I think Allison Pill is fantastic, and I think she kind of kind of got a bum rap in season two. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, we'll see. Like the more I'm really excited about the new season, but the more the more it, there it, it's gotten a lot of positive press, and uh, there's a lot of people basically just saying like the first two, two seasons of Picard really don't matter. This is the good stuff, and I'm just like well, that kind of you know like yeah all the seasons to matter yeah i want it all to matter even the bad the bad and the good of star trek i want it to be all canon you said it it exists Mm -hmm. you can't unsay it and that's it (laughs) um I, and i wonder if they're gonna do like a star trek generations where they just kill uh picard or something like that i i I mean i don't think he wants to do more Mm -hmm. i think like you know the way they but you know like william shatner when he was like i'll do this you know we're gonna kirk is done you know yeah we're not gonna do kirk anymore so i'm just wondering if they're gonna pull something like that like uh, who's going to die like who are we yeah what they're gonna do is they're gonna have the jellicle ball and then they're gonna have Picard ascend to the heavy side layer okay yes um which i think would be the right way to do it much like rihanna did last night at the super Bowl. oh i loved it i loved it i I loved it too it was really cool it was really good that was a great one yeah and that pregnant oh best. my god bless her bless her yeah. doing that with the baby oh that's, my god that that's confirmed right because people were yeah that's confirmed yeah, that's definitely. confirmed okay okay i was gonna say that's the best super bowl halftime show i've seen in a year i agree <laughs> that's and a I safe, saw a people... safe statement <laughs> oh i see i, I see yeah. it was i was really impressed by it. i was really impressed by it you know why you liked it, Michael? Because it maybe the same way I did, because it did look like a Super Smash Brothers um, layout a little bit. <gasps> we like, all said that. <laughs> it we were saying scary. that here too. We were like, oh, they're doing Mario. Yeah, it's like, okay, don't worry. If she falls, she'll respawn and she'll come back in. It'll be okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that you thought the same thing we were thinking over here. I I will say because my gay musical theater brain did think of the, of of uh, her of the cats first and her going to the heavy side yeah. layer and then and then it was then it was uh, video games but um <laughs> either way she was she was up there man that's crazy 
And I mean, yeah, I, I think it, it, I do like that this, you can tell this is a Star Trek podcast because it's the day after the Super Bowl when the Philadelphia Eagles lost. And this is the first we've really mentioned it. <laughs> I don't know about you. It doesn't have a lot of bearing on how I feel about no. the world, but um, no. I no. If if anything, um, I'm and I, I I'm loath to say this, and I'm only it's only between you guys and me. Yeah, and whoever thank you for whispering. Podcast, I'm whispering. Thank you for whispering. I'm kind of happy they lost. <laughs> if wow. only because yeah. people go so nuts when they win. Oh, I the know. Traffic. It makes the me traffic. It makes the traffic um, alone. People would be insufferable for weeks. It's like I was like, okay, cool. Like, uh, yeah. As a city dweller, um, I did read last night that um, apparently some people had like early days today, so they were just like, I'm gonna flip a car prior to the game, basically. But they prior did. to the game. <laughs> uh huh. No, they did. It happened yeah. in Center City, and I have to admit, walking out this morning, I was basically just like, was I car number two? No, my car is okay. All right, good. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> no, there's that feeling where you're like, I, yeah. uh, I hope that the, um, yeah, it's anyway. Um, and my my boyfriend, his mom was like, she's a big Eagles fan, and she got a um, hotel room right by City Hall, so she could just be right there in case they won. And I was like, that is the exact opposite instinct that I have. But God bless you. Uh, that's great. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I was scared. There was too many people in one spot. We don't do that post-pandemic anymore. I think we that, do well, that. we don't do that, but I think other people maybe do do that. <laughs> yeah, um, too many people. <laughs> what is this, Times Square? No, this is Broad Street. Well, we were at, out. and we were at Frankfurt Hall, which is a great beer garden up in here, Fishtown, highly recommend for a friend's birthday, but didn't realize that it was the Eagles playoff game. Um, and so it was just us and a sea of people in green crowded in. And we were like, okay, well, if we were ever going to be murdered, maybe it would be here. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it ended up being fine. But then they won and people, you know, were very excited and fireworks and all that. You know, I just live near where they put fireworks off and it's always just so loud. And I'm like, it's so, and here it could be guns yeah. so easily, you know, we, we yeah. play this game often. Yes. Yeah. I don't Gun love shot that. or firework. Yeah. Yeah. So or ATM explosion. Either way, the dog will react the same. So it's right. Um, exactly it's, right. We have, yeah. we, we, we have fun. Uh, yeah. Basically, we're saying that we're happy the Eagles lost because uh-huh. we're sca- we get scared. We're scared of if crowds and noises. We get so scared. <laughs> <laughs> but any Eagles fans, we do want them. We, we support our team. We just yeah. want to feel safe. And I think that's not a wrong thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But listen, oh, we're we're coming kind of to the end of our time. Do yeah, we, we have are. any um any recommendations, any final thoughts? We're gonna next week. Next week we'll be back. We'll be mm. reviewing the first episode of Picard and an episode of a of a classic uh, series that we have yet to decide. And we'll have a special guest. That's the thing we other I also forgot to, to mention. We're gonna have a series of guests gonna come on and join us in our little fourth panelist spot. Um, and the first one who's joining us is. Uh, Philadelphia's own R. Eric Thomas, who's a wonderful uh, host and writer and um, a good friend of mine. And he's going to he's going to come in and give us his Star Trek thoughts. It's going to be exciting. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 And you should be excited. excited. Yeah, it's going to be cool. (laughs) You should be excited. (laughs) Well, good. But you two, any any thoughts or recommendations or or are you uh, ready to sing Mm -hmm. Edelweiss? Um, a recommendation, I want to sing Edelweiss, a recommendation that I have uh, is, of, of course, I'm watching The Last of Us, which I'm oh, sure yeah. that's like mm-hmm. obvious, such a good show. But um, I'm also really enjoying um, Poker Face with oh, uh, yeah. Natasha oh. Leone. But, and Oh my gosh. It's a how did it, not a who done it, right? Yeah, it's, like it's a, a yeah. little, yeah. And it's a little bit like... Um, like she's a little bit like Columbo. I love it. She's one like going question, around smoking. Question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what she does. She's going around. She's like smoking cigarettes. Like, eh, I just got a question for you. <laughs> she is the modern um, so day everyman. I like that. She <clears throat> is. She definitely is. And I like her a lot in this. That's so. great. Yeah, I've been meaning to check that out. I I love her and I love Columbo style television programming because uh, I love Columbo. In fact, um, our Eric, who's coming on next week, got me this book that happens to be right here, which is <gasps> Cooking with Columbo. That's so coincidental um, that supper, we brought suppers, it up. Suppers with the Shambling Sleuth. And it's I literally all these um, recipes collected from Peter Falk and other actors who were on the series. And it's um, oh, excellent recipes called like George Hamilton's Smoky Chicken or um, 
There's more, there's a couple Star Trek people. Hold on, let me find. I was about to say there should be Shatner and Nimoy at least. There's definitely Shatner and Nimoy. We've also have Olympia Dukakis's Greek meatballs. God, we have to make Ooh, those. Wow. Um, I'm 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 literally like I'm close to goosebumps on this because that we brought <laughs> randomly. He talks about Colombo. Like, who brings that up? And the moment we start talking about, it, you're like, oh, I have a book. By the way, Colombo. It's like, and also it's just like right next to me. It's always wow. at the ready. Well, I we're, we're going to have a Colombo dinner. So I've been like looking at these recipes to like make some wow. of these, these recipes nice. for like a little, so um, nice. cause it's going to be fun, but one, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like a Leonard Nimoy steak piccato. Like it's very that. Oh, wow. Oh, just, wow. <laughs> well, you definitely have to watch poker face. Then. Yeah, I, I will like it. I will. Um, I, I have a podcast to recommend. Um, uh, which I don't know if anyone's into sort of the cults, you know, podcast world and people who have left cults. Um, I find it pretty fascinating. This is the first, there's, there's, there's two seasons of this podcast. One's going on now. It's, it's about um, uh, the ballet world. But the first one is one I'm, I'm really interested in, which is, it's called The Turning. And it's about um, the, uh, the Sisters of Charity, which is Mother Teresa's um convent and how how like what was really like to be a a sister of charity and how kind of intense and brutal it kind of was um and and kind of worth listening to um yeah and no no offense to anyone who's religious but just it's worth a listen just to you know Mm -hmm. to go in and and see um you know how that all went down Mm. i need to check that out no i that sounds really really interesting yeah, I will mention the one thing, and this is this is just me being a, a cynical, um, agnostic, atheist kind of person. But apparently, Mother Teresa, when she heard the call to start this, it was Jesus telling her that he thirsted for souls, which I know is like a way to save souls, whatever. But in my brain, I'm like, Jesus thirsts for soul. I just hear like yeah, you know it's the a different, weird phrasing. It's a, a different weird vibe. Phrasing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I read that in an Anne Rice book. <laughs> it was the vampire Lestat who spoke to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I think I think not to get on. I think she did have that period, basically, where, where she did get like very, very religious. I think because it was basically just like, was Jesus a vampire? You know, like that kind of like. You know, oh yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the period where Mother Teresa's got kind of pretty religious. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. Actually, <laughs> No, Anne Rice. No, no, we're talking about yeah. Anne Rice now. Right. No, no, Our Anne Rice got right. super religious. I, I also Mother thought Teresa. you were talking about Mother Teresa, and I was like, That's "Did so Mother funny. Teresa think that Jesus was a vampire?" <laughs> no, no. But I mean, because it makes late sense. In life. The blood, the eating and drinking. That's oh my right. god! Exactly. Uh, that would never make me Mother Teresa so did funny. become very interested in vampires. <laughs> She that, that moment that moment Mother <laughs> Teresa got pretty religious. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a phase. No, I love it. Oh, that's funny. Michael, not like you, the early you, years where she did it for so the money. She didn't, she was boning it in, and then she was like, hey, wait a minute, there might be something to this. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you, Michael, do you have any recommendations or uh Harry or, stole both my recommendations for Last of Us and Poker Face. So I'm just going to ascend again about the Poker Face because it's so good. And one of the things I really like about it so much, well, first of all, Natasha Leone is great, is that, um, like you said, it's a it's a how done it, not a who done it. So you know you know yeah. who the killers are within the first couple of minutes of each episode. So it's 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 episodic. Every episode is like kind of like a little mini movie, and I love that. It makes it feel distinctive. But also, this show does such a good job of something that I feel like crime shows have forgotten how to do, which is you you know since you're meeting the killers early and knowing what they're capable of, you grow to hate them. The the show does such a good job of like stoking how much you want to see them go down because you hate them sometimes for reasons completely separate or on top of basically the fact they killed somebody like they're just kind of like nasty like loathsome yeah. but like you know kind of run-of-the-mill people just and they're played great with guest stars great oh guest my god stars so too. Good. Yes. like chloe mm-hmm. sevigny um mm-hmm. what was the episode judith light, judith light. yep, yep. <laughs> oh god oh, I, they were the best yeah I love that. And also uh, having Judith Light as a guest star is like, she probably guest starred on the original Columbo as well. So mm-hmm. you feel like there's some mm-hmm. overlap there. A foul mouth Judith Light, I want to say too. Oh, I was stunned. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I love that. She did a great job. She did. Well, good. Well, we've got some great recommendations. We're excited to be back next week. 
um, to talk more Picard with our special guest. And on that note, I guess we should just say, Edelweiss, Edelweiss, every morning you greet.